Hey guys, welcome to the Her Mind Matters podcast. Each week, I will take you on a journey where we dive deeper into the topics of mindfulness, body and self-image, relationships, sex, and business. I'm a hairstylist and have been an entrepreneur for five years now. My badass co-host, Marcy, who is a photographer, has owned her own business for four. These topics will reflect our own personal experiences wrapped up into 30 minutes. It's easy to listen to and you are able to apply them to your busy lives. As a stylist, I love making others feel beautiful. And of course, hair and makeup matter to me, but her mind matters more as I believe everything in life is mind over matter. So join us every week with an open heart and an open mind as we give no fucks. Hey guys. Hey. Episode four. Yes. We're back. We're back. Four weeks in. Like, first of all, that's crazy. Yeah, that's awesome to me. How? I just feel like we just started this. I know. And we just kind of did it and Mm -hmm. keep going. We're just pushing through. Let's just do it. Just do it. (laughs) I feel like we haven't recorded in forever, though. I know. It's been like a week and a half. Mm -hmm. And we're kind of back in our old spot. I know. It feels good. Yeah. It's like nice. It's like familiar. Yeah. It's like that damn comfort zone. We did have to put our bras on today. No, my bra is not on. (laughs) Although I didn't wear a bra last (laughs) night. It's fine. (laughs) Not mad. Sorry. Not sorry. Okay. So today we're going to go a little deeper just into relationships. We're like always talking about relationships. We're kind of obsessed with relationships. We are. We are. (laughs) But I think that those are the biggest part in our life. And a lot of times. I think they're really revealing. Yes. They reveal a lot of stuff about us. Yeah. I learned so much about myself in relationships. Yeah. Of course I learn about the other person. But I feel like I find that I learned so much more about me. Mm -hmm. Throughout all of the different relationships. Yeah. You know? Because it's like, it's relatability. Mm -hmm. It's like the relationship between you know, yourself and yeah. other people. And it makes me focus more yeah. on like the relationship with myself though too. Yeah. You know, cause it makes me more aware of like what I'm bringing into my life and things like that. Mm-hmm. Well, today I kind of want to go over like friendships yeah. and girlfriends. Yeah. Cause I feel like it's something again, another thing that we don't talk about. Right. Like we always talk about our girlfriends when things are good. Yes. But and not when they're bad. No. Cause then like once it's over, it's just like, Bloop. Done. Yeah. Okay. So here's my theory with like girlfriend breakups. So like when a guy and you break up, Mm -hmm. it's different. You usually get some closure. Sometimes you don't. Well, maybe it's just like, it's usually with a guy, it's like a big fight. It is. Or like he did something where you have a reason. You're like, this is why. Yes. There's always a why I feel like with a man. Yes. And then there's the, here's your shit. Give me my shit. Delete you. Block you. Bye bye. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like very cut and dry. So cut and dry. But I feel like with friendships, it's, like, so gray. So gray. And you normally don't really get a good explanation because I don't know what it is about women, but they don't communicate well with each other. Yeah. I don't. I never used to. Right. I feel like I do now, and in my friendships I do, but I never used to communicate very well about how I felt about things. Right. I feel like we're very emotional, so we feel like it's pretty um, apparent the way that we feel about each other, and we don't, like, say... I love you. I'm really grateful for you. Mm-hmm. I care about you, which you should be. Yeah. But you don't feel like you need to say that. No, I totally agree with that. So I feel like I have to be really intentional about doing that now. Yeah. I think that like with girlfriend relationships, we treat them differently than we do with like our, you know, relationships with our spouses or whatever. Right. And I feel like it should, shouldn't be different. It's no. the same. You're still like pursuing someone. You're still mm-hmm. getting to know them. And then when you have them, you still need to be like working on that yes, relationship. 100%. Yeah. 
putting effort into it. And I always go back to communication just because it's been such a lack in all of my relationships Mm -hmm. from family to husband to friends where that's like my main focus now and moving forward. Right. Yeah. It's it's just, it's just so important. I found, especially like in my relationship with Damien, that Mm -hmm. it's communication is the most important thing. Mm -hmm. I feel like it can really make or break a situation because shitty things can happen, but Mm -hmm. if they're talked about, they can be resolved Right. But if you don't talk about them, then they just build up and it's Because you make this... up a story in your head yes. and you don't know the other person's story. Yes. So you have no way to like figure the pieces together. Mm-hmm. It's just all your one-sided. It's one-sided. And I've, right. I've done that a lot in my relationships with girls. Like growing up from a very young age, I never really had like solid foundation of girlfriends. Mm-hmm. Um, I was bullied at a really young age. Yeah. Um, I am very well in doubt in the chest area. Same. And... <laughs> Um, girls would literally like throw tissues at me and be like, here, don't you need these? Like stuff your bra, like just like little petty shit. Yeah. Yeah. But back then like that freaking sucked. Right. And then going into like middle school, I cheered, but I feel like I, I wasn't like in with the cheerleaders. Like Mm -hmm. I had this one solid girl that we cheered together like all through and we were really close. But other than that, I was just bullied. Yeah. Hardcore. And I feel like it's something that I don't talk about a lot. And people, mm-hmm. when I do talk about it, even from, like, high school, people are like, what? Like, I never would have guessed that. Like, are you sure? Yeah. Um, yeah, you were the one doing it. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. But yeah. it's just, like, something, again, communication. Like, we don't talk about it enough. Yeah. So we just, like, push it under the rug. And it just kind of, like, manifested this story in my okay. head where all girls I thought were mean. Yeah. And I thought sure. all girls are out to get me. Right. I feel like mean girls happens within each little clique. Oh, yes. It's not just the Everyone girls. has experienced They're a mean girl. They're just like the top guys of the mean girls. Correct. <laughs> Everyone's experienced a mean girl. Oh, for sure. At some point in yeah. their life. And it happens even when you grow up. I've even been a mean girl. Like, sure. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like we even have a oh, little mean absolutely. girl in us. Oh, for sure. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes it's necessary, but it's but it's not. It's like a coping strategy, like a coping ne- mechanism. Oh yeah, you know. Yes, you like kind of like build up a wall. Yeah, you, like, block defense mode. Yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah. So I feel like going through high school, I can always lead back to this one friend. I've had known her since fifth grade, and we were so close. And then like in middle school, I kind of connected with this other girl. So I like have these two girls that I can look back on and be like, "Yep, okay, friends." Okay. But one of them, we, like, never had issues. We were just, like, I guess we just understood each other on a, like, really deep level. For sure. And, like, a lot of times growing up, I feel like younger, especially, you really don't get that with friendships. Right. Um, and then the other girl and I, like, we had our tiffs for sure. And, like, I mean, I was supposed to be in her wedding and I was pregnant and there was this huge fight and it just blew up. And I was, like, I'm not in your wedding. Like, okay, it was just this huge thing. And then her and I didn't talk for, like, Ever. Yeah. It was a while. It was literally like... I it's mean, so funny you're telling the story because I have a story with a girl you? and a wedding. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god. Oh my we all have a story with a girl and a wedding, I'm sure. I'm sure of it. <laughs> I'm freaking sure of it. But yeah, we didn't talk forever. Okay. And then we actually didn't talk until um, I left Levi. Oh, wow. Like, we went years. Like, she just met Hattie recently. Okay. Yeah. So it's just, it's so crazy how, like, a little bit of communication on my part and her part could have resolved all of this and we could have stayed continuously friends friends. I could have been at her wedding on her big day she could have been a part of Hattie's life since birth you know what I mean so it's just so funny how now everything's 2020 basically right oh yeah you know 
Absolutely. So it's just so difficult, though, going through life and just, like... Because when that happened, I remember being, like, devastated. Mm. I was just, like, yeah. really... Because she was literally a solid foundation in my life since, like, middle school. Right. And I was, like, wow, okay, like... It's so hurtful when you lose girlfriends because Mm -hmm. they, like, have all your secrets. They're, like, the people that you're most vulnerable Mm -hmm. around. I mean, even with, like, a partner when you're younger until it's, like, a solid spouse type of relationship. For sure. You don't get, like, 100% vulnerable. No. You don't tell them every single thing that's on your Not like you do your, your girlfriends. <laughs> right. Like, you tell your girlfriends everything. You're like, yeah. hey, can I show you this? Yeah. This it's okay? like TMI 24-7, yeah. basically. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. But that's what's expected because it's just, like, how I feel like that, you know, girlfriend relationships It's easier to talk evolved. to girls. It's so much easier. Yeah. For me, you know? And so I feel like that taught me a lot. It taught me how to just be more aware and, like, okay – you know, maybe I'm investing a little bit too much into these friendships, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, because I was married at the time and I should have been investing more into my relationship with my husband. Right. And I was investing so much into friendships and then I would have, you know, so much devastation around the fact that they were no longer in my life. And I started to kind of like come to like, I don't know, more aware of it, I guess. Okay. Just like see that. But it wasn't until like my last like friend breakup that I really realized like how important, like not putting like all of my eggs in one basket, really. Okay. Do you know so, what I mean? So, start at the beginning of that. All right. So, so like, I was friends with this girl for, oh my gosh. A long time. A long time. Yeah. Like, like years. When I moved to Canal. So, it's been, like, five, six years ago, okay. maybe. Okay. Um, and it kind of started out as, like, a mentor situation. We worked at the same salon together and stuff, and we just kind of clicked. So I feel like girls in the hair industry click really, really quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, because... With friends in, like, the outside hair world, it's hard for them to, like, understand, unless you're a creative person. Like, you kind of get a lot of the things that I go through because you're creative as a photographer. Right. But I feel like typical women just don't understand, like, what it takes in You always industry. click with work friends because you, you come from the same place as far you as, have like, more to where talk you about. your time. Yes. They understand what you're talking about. Like, yeah. when I say 10 volume, people get it. Yeah. And then other people are like... Ten what? Volume one. Yeah, you know no, what I mean? Yeah. So it's just like a whole other <laughs> you said fucking it, language. Like it's a different language. Yes. Yeah. So you just like really become so much closer with those people. So we became instantly friends. Like there was just something about us, like our spirits and our souls just like instantly clicked and connected. Right. And it was just like I'd known her forever, mm-hmm. super close, super whatever. And it was funny when I worked at the salon with her, um, it was like one of the first times that I found out that Levi had cheated on me. Okay. And I remember, like, she was the first person I told. She was the first person I told that I was pregnant. You confided in, like, immediately. Yes, immediately. Like, yeah. I walked in, and she was, like, like she could kind she of start to sense. Yeah. yeah. She was, like, what's going on? And I was, like, I'm pregnant. She's, like, oh, my gosh. And then literally, like, a year later, I walked in, and she could just see it in my face clearly. And she was, like, what's wrong? And I'm, like, Levi fucking cheated on me. And like, you just, like, lose it. Um, you yeah. lose your mind. I just, like, I literally, like, Poured it confided all it. Yeah, completely. Yeah. So we just became really close and we traveled to different salons together and stuff like that. And I just feel like the more time you spend with someone, obviously you're going to become so much more close of and course. all of that. And my husband at the time always worked third or second shift. So he was just like not uh-huh. there and she was single. Right. So we were just like always together. Yeah. And then she was like a constant in my daughter's life. So it was just like all of us all the time. And it just mm-hmm. kind of snowballed into this like huge thing. You're almost like before. a family. Yes. Yeah. I was joking. I'm like, she's our nanny. It's fine. She's our adoptive daughter. She's part of fam. Right. Like, we even, like, paid her away for a vacation one time. You know what I mean? So, yeah. it was just, like, very close-knit, very, very tight. And Never, I, ever would you think that she wouldn't be part of your life again. No. I thought she was literally going to be there forever. Yeah. Like, I made her, like, the godmother to my daughter. Like, I right. thought for sure it was, like, a forever bet. Like, 
Yeah. This is my person. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Outside of my spouse. <laughs> right. Yeah. But then looking back, I, yep. it was totally flipped for me. Like, he should have been my person. He should have been my focus. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm investing too much time and feelings and of myself into like all these your energy. Girl, yeah. All of my energy into like a girlfriend relationship. Right. Instead of the one with my spouse. Yeah. So like I said, looking back, I can see all of the things that I was like, yes. Yep. But when I'm in it, it's, it totally is the whole like love is blind thing. Like I was so blind to so many things mm-hmm. and it just kind of like happens to like evolve into like this shit storm basically. Right. You know? Cause like slowly the pieces start to crumble. Uh huh. Uh huh. So what, so what do you think is like the first, the first crumbling? So, okay. When I left my husband. I will say she was like a strong foundation for me and she gave me a lot of strength and courage. Like you can do this. You've got this, you know, he's done this to you. Like I'm here for you. My whole family's here for you. Mm -hmm. We literally did like Sunday dinners at her house. So it was just like, you know what I mean? Like I was like, okay, like I have a support system and I can just always count like on her. Like I can do this with like her by my side, whatever. Right. So um, I even remember her, we were sitting at dinner with her family one night and she was like joking. She was like, oh my God, like I'm going to get like a single Molly for the summer. Like this is going to be so fun. Da, da, da. Yeah. And that like triggered something in me because I was, I don't know, 27, 28 at the time. Right. And I had gone from high school, like right into college and hair and then right into like a engagement. Yeah. So I didn't have single summers like those weren't a thing for me right and I didn't start drinking until I was like of age so I didn't even go through that as like a young adolescent right so I was like ooh, single summer so that was like something that triggered something in me like exciting and different yeah for sure and she was younger than me she was like six or seven years younger than me oh wow yeah yeah so you know she was like ready she was like ready to have fun I'm going out you know what I mean living that lifestyle and so So, you're like I'm 21 again let's go have fun yeah um yeah for sure so we did in that whole summer like we spent like going to concerts and going out and it was nice because it like took my mind off of my daughter when I didn't have her yeah and it also took your mind off of your relationship Mm -hmm. problems Mm -hmm. 100% I just kept me numb and just like this even keel molly and I didn't have to feel but not even think. even kill like you were having fun it was exciting yeah no so I was totally was, fun so yeah. I was like on a high right basically but I was just like numb to everything else around all me. the real stuff all the real shit yeah um one being like a business like I neglected my business and I neglected other friendships that I had had for a lifetime yeah um and then I even neglected just myself like focusing mm. on myself and mm-hmm. trying to work through leaving my husband like that's a huge step like that's no easy feat and so I don't know it just like really pulled me away from that and right. I feel like now like a year later I'm now just starting to work on all of that so it was just hard and I think like going through that of course everything's hindsight but what? <laughs> okay so that must be like our thing that of must the day be our hindsight is 2020 hindsight like, 2020 you guys. know everything <laughs> after the fact what's the quote like if only I knew then what I know now kind yeah, of thing it's basically right. that but so you know we go through all of summer and it's fine and then at the end of summer I don't know what it was about, like, getting ready to turn 29. I'm like, you would think it would be 30. Like, I don't, I don't know. But there was something around 29 that happened for me. Okay. And I just started to see things differently. I started to realize, like, when I was with my daughter, I wasn't fully present with her. Okay. And she even had lived with us for a time, like, a short period of stint. And there was just, like, things going on, like, lots more drinking in my house than I normally allow. Well, I never really did before. So I, um... 
I just started to really realize. Started to see these yeah, things that started, were different about you. And yes. you're like, I don't know if I like these different yeah, things. Yeah, I literally remember there was one time, like, I looked in the mirror and I didn't even recognize who I was anymore. Right. And not to say it was her fault because no. I did all these things and I'm, I'm down right, with Right, like that. you made the choices. Mm-hmm. But I just realized, like, something around me had changed and I didn't like it. Okay. So I kind of started to, like... I guess I pulled back a little bit. Okay. And I started to put on my mom hat a little more and put on my business hat a little better. And I was ready to like get shit done again. And I feel like a little, something ignited in me. I, I can't even like pinpoint what it is. I'm right. still trying to figure it the still fuck out. figuring it out. Right. <laughs> but something changed. Something shifted, if we will. Okay. And I just started to, I don't know, act more 29 than 21. I feel like you kind of, you were like, I'm having fun. I'm doing my thing. And then you look at your daughter and you're like, oh, shit, I'm a mom. Right. Like, I'll never forget. There was this one incident. I was at work and my mom was watching my daughter. Okay. And this girl was living with us at the time. And I was like, I'm on my way home, mom, whatever. And she was like, okay, well, she just got here. Like, I'll leave. I was like, okay. It's like 15-minute time span. Like, and she's watched my daughter many, many times before. Right. And so I remember my mom left there and called me immediately because she had gotten a snack out of the fridge or something for Hattie. And there was like literally rows of Mike's Hard Lemonade that we had. Okay. And the girl had come home and like busted one open and started drinking. Okay. And my mom was like, there is a difference between a single woman and a single mother and da 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 da. You're acting like okay. your father. So Just, your I got this huge like yeah. thing and I was like pissed at her. At your mom? At my mom. Okay. Yeah. I like for like, calling you out. Yeah. I remember You're like, going, I'm responsible. What are you talking yeah. about? I literally remember going home, cracking open a Mike's heart with this girl. And I'm like, you'll never guess what my mom just said. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Like she just called me my father. How dare she? You know yeah. what I mean? Right. Yeah. But subconsciously, like that I think was it. Okay. It was like a trigger. Yeah. It was like a major trigger because like, how dare someone call me my father when he was like the one person I wanted to be nothing, nothing like. like. Okay. So, like, that was really probably what shifted it That was, me. like, eye-opening. Very eye-opening. Okay. And then the next, like, day, I remember saying, like, hey, we cannot drink in the house around Hadley, da da da, da. And okay. she was supportive at first. She's like, absolutely, sure. like, let's get rid of all of this. Like, I remember sitting, like, we poured so much alcohol out. Like, oh, my God. I was like, wow, okay. <laughs> um, but then I remember the following week, she was like, we're not really getting rid of alcohol, are we? Oh, she's like, I, she's like, mm-hmm. I just am now able to yeah. experience this yeah. life. I don't have anything to yeah. tie me down. For I sure. want to do this. She wants, yeah. And you're like, no, and I'm, like, I'm the mom. Yeah. We're not doing this. <laughs> this is my house. And then I kind of felt like your mom. Yeah. Maybe that's what it was. Like, I feel like. Maybe that's what like, started Always it. like looking back, like I, you know, here I am like almost 10 years older, you know, and we're pushing that decade and then I just have a lot more life experience. So I would always like try to like offer my words of wisdom right. and things like that. But I think looking back, like if I was 21 and someone was doing that to me, I would be like, Jesus Christ, do I not do anything right? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Why is she always So probably me? like at the beginning of your friendship, you were more like even. You were more like at the same level. You were both hairstylists. You were both doing your thing at the same well, level. Well, and it's funny. Like when so we... So at first you were like equals mm-hmm. and then that like... Well, and one thing, second, too, that like, I realized when we first became friends, like, she um, didn't drink as much, like, ever. Okay. And, like, kind of, like, started to live, like, the same lifestyle I did. And you know what I mean? So Right. And so then you when, rubbed off on her to uh-huh, For sure. And then I think, like, the roles just kind of reversed over the next year. Like, after I left my ex and I was ready to, like, try and experience life. And, right. yeah, we kind of just, like, magnetized and, like, pulled each other into, like, different directions. For sure. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. And then... After you switch, after, after, after I was trying to go back, you know what right. I mean? She then was she like, was like, nope. no, <laughs> no. Okay. And I think too, like 
for her, I think it was like, I was always the strong one, mm-hmm. you know, in life and in business and things like that. And so when I didn't have my shit together, she didn't know what to do. Right. Because like, she, I was you the one that helping she like, guide looked her. At, Yeah. Sure. And so she was like, well, I don't know what to do with Molly. Like when she's like this, like, because I'm this way, like she needs right. to be the sound foundation for me. That's how yeah. I felt at least. Right. Like you were strong for her. Mm-hmm. You were able to pull her out of But I felt like situations. when I needed pulled out. She couldn't be that person. I for like you. drowned. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So I think that that whole situation was probably what triggered it for us. Because then, uh, within like a month later, she moved out with her girlfriend. It was you know more her age, and they mm-hmm. got a place together. And it was like my birthday weekend, and I just remember like my birthday weekend being like one of the last weekends I can refer to her as like a friend. Yeah, like she came out for my birthday, and everything was fine, but it was different. Yeah, like it was forced. Mm-hmm. Um, it was fake. It was like she was only there because it was your birthday. Yeah. And I remember even like thinking back, like I was, um, and normally we would all like go back to my place. Like it, my place was like the, the babe, the spot. Yeah. The yeah. Cave. <laughs> and so we would all go back, but I remember I got in an Uber myself that night and I literally wound up home alone. And I remember laying there the next day and just like scrolling, you know, aimlessly through social media, looking back on the night or whatever. And, um, she had never posted like happy birthday, Molly. We didn't have oh, pictures together. Oh wow. And like as a that's girl telling time, that's telling. That to me said a lot. Right. Because it was like weeks before there was another girl that was in our group. She had this whole video and like this whole post about her birthday. Yeah. And me supposedly being the best friend, I was you like didn't have that. Wow. So we aren't friends. Okay. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. like for me that But then you're like, wait, else. what? <laughs> But I was confused. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, right. But because why? Even, because even though that happened with the summer and the momming and For me, whatever, that's not enough to not be no, friends with someone. Right. That's all. not triggering enough. Mm-mm. That's not like a reason to not be no. friends anymore. And I tried so many times to ask her, especially after my birthday weekend, I was like, you know, what, what did I do? What happened? And um, I just got no responses. And if I did, they were like, I don't want to talk about it. I'm not ready to talk about it. And I was like... Okay, okay, well, when you're ready, I'm here. Right. And then it finally got to a point where I hit a really, really, really low, like I'm talking Hannah Baker, rock bottom, low point in my life yeah. that fall. Right. And I remember reaching out to her and I was like, hey, I need somebody. bullshit aside. I don't know what's going on with us. I don't really care at this point. But yeah. like, you're my person. Like, I just need to talk to someone right now. Right. And I remember the way she responded. It really solidified it for me. Like, okay. she just didn't respond in a loving manner. What did she say? She basically was just like, oh, you're going to blame me for trying to take your own life? Cool. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. So for me, that I was devastated in that time. And I remember like shaking and freaking out. And I was with my mom at the time. And I was just like, mom, I have to go. I have to drive there. I have to see her. She was like, Molly, stop. No, you don't. Wow. This isn't a person that you want in your life. Like if she's going to say those types of things to you when you're at this point in your life, like she's obviously she's not catering into this darkness for you. Right. So you can't. Like she's just like taking all of your energy. And I was like, wow. It was just a really dark time because my husband was gone. Yeah. And at this time, like now she was like gone and it was like a group of all of us. So it was mm-hmm. like when she left, they all left. Right. So I was literally so you're just sinking. You were yes. just like in a, a yes. boat alone yes. sinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then that just led to me like not feeling good in like a work environment. So I ended up leaving that space and it was just like, that was a shit storm. The end. It was the end. Like, your ending the friendship with her was the beginning of the end of your salon. Yeah, 100%. Wow. Because, I mean, when a friendship ends, the energy completely changes. Oh, for sure. And normally, when you end a friendship, you don't have to see them again. Right. And you can just, like, block them on social media, and you're, like, done with it. Yeah. 
but it, I, I had to go to work and I had to see them and it was just it was And you didn't hard. just have to go to work. You were like partners. Yeah. So it was hard. Yeah. It was really hard. So your your business was still there, but your friendship was gone. It was so. totally gone. And I had clients like even making comments like, well, what's going, going on? on? Why yeah. are things different? Like, why is no one There's talking like tension. to you? You can like feel the tension. Cut it with a knife. Yeah. For sure. I, I remember going for in. For sure. You can totally tell the difference. And um, for me, that's when I realized like, one, I need to move back home with my parents. Okay. Like, I wasn't mentally in a headspace to live yeah. on my own. Right. In an apartment that had been a babe cave all summer long. Right. You know what I mean? With, like, yeah. all of these, like, reminders. You just needed to leave that life. I just needed to literally, like, walk away. Like, I, I had to pay out my lease. Like, it wasn't like it was the yeah. end of my term. Like, I left six months before my lease was up. Right. So I went in debt for it. I moved in with my parents. But I had to, for me, mm-hmm. to, like, close that chapter yeah. to be able to try to pick up the pieces and just, like, see what life was like without any, any of that. that. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I've been trying to do since, like, Thanksgiving when I moved in with my parents. Wow. Like, winter from on, basically. I've just been, like, trying to, like, piece together fragments from these stories and, you know, more that I haven't told, but, like, trying to figure out why because I still to this day have never gotten an explanation on her part whatsoever what happened right like you just recently started to heal from this yeah for a while I didn't even talk about it I wouldn't even bring it up right um like we didn't even say her name in my house like Like, but you didn't know what to say because you just (laughs) thought that was it because you still kind of don't know what happened no and trying to explain to a three-year-old daughter yeah she she was like still two at the time you know there were nights where she would go to bed crying for this girl Mm. because she was her godmother and she was always there. there and it was really hard like even her family like it it kind of related back to like a breakup like you know when you break up with a guy and you're like but fuck his family's really cool right like I love his sister like I love or, his sister and I love his mom yeah. and like you know what I mean like that's how I felt because it wasn't just like her shedding away it was like her whole family like mm-hmm. every Sunday I would go there for dinner so like you didn't me and one person no lost, like I lost like an entire lifetime mm-hmm. you know what I mean yeah in just a span of a few months and it was crazy so yeah, I'm just now kind of trying to do the work. Mm-hmm. And for me, how I heal is talking. Yeah. Like you guys right. know, that's why I talk about everything. Right. And I blog about all the things and I don't hide shit, but this I've been hiding and it's been like, cause I didn't even know how to process it. Mm-hmm. Um, and part of me was scared because we were business partners and I'm like, there's a lot that goes connected with that and I don't want to offend or make allegations and point right. fingers because- right. I've done shit too. You know what I mean? Like I don't right. want to paint a bad light on her. Any kind of fight, there's there's always mm-hmm. more than two sides. There's three to sides. Story. Hers, right. mine, and the truth. You know what right. I mean? So uh, yeah, it, but for me, I'm like I've got to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Like I have to get it off my chest because if not, then I can tell that it's starting to heal in you though. Oh yeah. Like we just started talking about this like two weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. And then I feel like you're. I mean, now we're doing the now podcast we're doing the podcast on it. On it. Oh. Yeah. And I talked so. about it in front of like a huge class the other day at Paul Mitchell. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It was like really rewarding. I think that's kind of what prompted me to do this podcast. I was like doing a class with all these young stylists, and I was talking about like business and mindset and things like that. And I go there often, so mm-hmm. they've seen the many facets of Molly's business evolve. Yeah. You know. So right. they always ask, "Well, why didn't you stay there? What did you?" do this and they were asking and I was like I'm done bullshitting guys like if you're gonna sit here and accept me for me and they made me feel really safe and really comfortable I was like I'm gonna tell you everything and I did and at the end they were just like wow like thank you thank you for being so vulnerable and like telling your story because I feel like everyone has a story right and I feel that's like one of my passions I feel like I'm starting to really realize is like I just want women to tell their stories same I like keep going back to that like just talk right 
because everyone's we should invite some people on our podcast we really gosh like i think it just is so again it's so powerful Mm -hmm. and it's so healing and it's so you know what i feel like i kind of got a nugget from you right and so i feel like going into business yeah with friends uh-huh. is something that you should really, really. Oh, that's like one of my do biggest a lot things. of like. Here's my thing. thinking about. It. I always say now. <laughs> <laughs> I always say ever since, guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so if you go into business with friends, yes, you will leave the business not friends. Yeah. If you go into business, with or like people, you have to be willing. To put that friendship aside for the business. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. what relationship mm-hmm. do you want, what do you want to more? survive? Yeah. Do you want your friendship to survive? Mm-hmm. Or do you want the business relationship mm-hmm. to survive? I feel like if you go into business with people, then you can come out as friends. Okay. Yeah. But I feel like sense. if you're going in as friends already, yeah, there's too much history and too much things to go into a business with if you, if you don't keep it separate. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's too hard to separate mm-hmm. personal mm-hmm. because we're, I mean, we are personal. Yeah. Like everything is personal. Yeah. Like I feel like you and I started out as like a business transaction. We did. And we started to like trade services and then we kind of evolved into like all of these things for each other. And right. Then now we we're really friends close first. friends. No. We weren't friends no, first. No. Not at all. That totally, that makes I mean? so much sense to me. I'm having like aha moments right now. Like I went into friends. Business with Don't go girls. into business with friends. No. I feel like done. Yes. That's End my thing. End of story. Do no. not go into nope. business with friends. No. That's wow. what I'm saying. Like, if you go in as friends, That's you huge. won't make it out. Right. But if you go into business with someone, you're probably going to make it out with a long-life friend. Yeah. Do you know what and I mean? And I mean, I don't think that it, that's like an absolute. I feel no. like you could probably you just definitely set a lot of expectations at the beginning of a relationship mm-hmm. when you go into business and have, like, contract and everything. Yeah, totally. But then I feel like your friendship is contracted. So <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah. So I, I feel I, – I agree with you. It's like one of my realizations and trying to like yeah. unpack all of this baggage. I totally, mm-hmm. I totally get that. For sure. And it's also made me become like more selective on like who I allow in my daughter's life. Mm-hmm. Which as a mom, I feel like that's inevitable. But that's like, a good point. Friendships I'm, too, because friendship, they, you know what? I really do see that with my kids too, mm-hmm. because we've had, Damien and I have had some family friends that yeah. like have kind of stepped out of our lives and the kids are always like, where is this person? Yeah. And Why I'm, aren't they here? What happened? Mm-hmm. I need to know what yeah, happened. Yeah, like they get so invested at such a young age. Yeah. And especially at such and a young age. And you're being an example for yes. your kids of how to have relationships yep. with people. So when those people walk out of your life, they're like, well, what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're so impressionable. So you just have to be – I've been more selective for sure. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Wow. So I'm trying. I'm trying yeah. to do all the things and, and finally learn from my mistakes because I feel like in past relationships with girls, I've like – point blame or like oh my god she did this she was such a bitch I can't believe this like wow we're not friends because of right this. but now it's to- it's totally different well, I you feel didn't like- get that you didn't mm-hmm. get that with this person no so now you have to think about it differently totally differently so I'm like okay what did I do you know clearly I was trying to like push my lifestyle on her and like Value started to change for sure. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I was like in a strong enough headspace to allow her to like be her yeah. Like, I thought we still had to be, like, us kind of thing. You know right. what I mean? Oh, that's a good so point. So, I feel like I was a little suffocating in that sense mm-hmm. because I... But you needed to be because you, like, put all your eggs in one basket. You're like, well, I don't have my husband anymore. Exactly. So, like, you've got to be it for me. I had literally, like, 
bet on her yeah. for life. Yeah. That she was going to be, like, my constant throughout everything. Right. So when it was, like, being torn away from me, and I was very selfish about it, and I was like, well, what the fuck am I going to do now? Like, right. you know what I mean? So now I'm just trying to be, like I said, more selective and just, like, unpack and just... You're working through yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Still, it's, like, a daily process for sure. But I feel... But like, it's good I that feel, you're giving yourself that time. Yeah. For sure. It's, it feels good. Yeah. And it feels good to be, like, talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you've worked through a lot of it right now. Like, I, Yeah, like, I, this was good. I feel it. This yeah, therapy. I totally feel it. <laughs> so, girlfriends. Okay. Girlfriends. All right. So, I guess what we're trying to fucking say is. Yeah. <laughs> what are we leaving you with this time? All right. So, in relationships. Any. Right. Relationships. Friendship. Doesn't matter. Parent. Yep. Girlfriend. Yeah. Boyfriend. Whatever. Mm-hmm. It's all about communication. Yeah. And, like, nurturing those relationships. Right. And it's a two-way street. Yes. Like, you both have to be equally invested. Right. To evolve into anything. Yeah. Because you're either going to grow together or you're going to grow apart. For sure. Yeah. So, So I I guess that's it. Yeah. I guess that's what we'll leave you with. Yes. (laughs) Thanks for tuning in, guys. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. If you found value in this episode, I encourage you to share it with a friend. Please feel free to leave a review as well. I've loved reading through them and truly appreciate everyone's love and support. If you want to follow me along my journey in between episodes, you can find me on Instagram at Molly's Main Life. You can also check out Marcy and all of her amazing photography work on Instagram at the Coterie Columbus. All of this information is also listed below in the details for spelling needs. Have a great week and we'll see you back here on Monday.